I think even from the beginning, all of us were saying, this is so important. It is volcanic. It is tectonic. But if we don't make it matter in the lives of everybody across the country, if we don't come up with practical solutions, will it all evaporate? Welcome to a special bonus episode of No Limits. You know that voice. How could you not? Today, I'm sitting down with the legendary Diane Sawyer. She's a woman I'm constantly in awe of, an honor to call a colleague, mentor, and friend. In the wake of the Me Too and Time's Up movements, Diane and her team took what I consider to be a very important next step. And she spent six months reporting across the country, speaking with women and men outside of Hollywood and politics, waitresses, housekeepers, truck drivers, about the threats and humiliation they regularly face at work. Diane and her team were also on a mission, and I think this is really key, to find solutions, things that could be done right now to protect working women. So here's a little preview of the upcoming special report, My Reality, a Hidden America, which airs on a special edition of 2020 tonight. You know, you're going to get treated the way you allow people to treat you out here. I was humiliated. I was too afraid to say anything. We're so afraid because it was so easy for him to cut our hours. I don't make any money. I don't feed my kids. I need this job. I've worked hard, and I deserve not to be treated like that. Out of the darkness of night come their voices. The whole Me Too movement, the wearing of the black dresses to the award ceremonies, that's not going to help me. It's a different world. Their battles. Hey, you know what? You don't talk to me like that. You talk to your sister like that. You talk to your mom like that. Their reality. On my way to work, I just pray, get me through this day. Now, Friday night, April 20th, Diane Sawyer, six months of reporting. Truck stops, diners, hotels, all across the country. What gets me, Diane, is nobody ever took up for me. Strong women living paycheck to paycheck, never knowing. When you get there, you don't know who's going to be inside. What's on the other side of that door? Housekeeping. What they might face that day at work. He took my legs and just flung me just straight back in that bed. Like, what the hell are you doing? I was scared to death. Even young girls. I worked throughout high school. In their very first job, still haunted years later. He just unbuckled his belt. And I got out of the car and I went into work. Women arming themselves for their reality. This stays on me at all times. I go nowhere without it. Not a single place. And here I keep the mace. It's a police-grade stun gun. Slide, flick, and you've got it. And what is this? This is the panic button. This is the panic button. Here? Yeah. Women and so many men now taking up the fight. I think that the thing that needs to change is people need to stop turning their back on their basic humanity, their basic decency. I think more men should stand up for what they believe in and what they were taught. If they wasn't taught that, they needed to be taught that. Get a backbone. The simple truth. I'm just a country girl, but I went this far and I'm not going to turn back. It's their turn. They know what they now want you to do. And Friday night, April 20th, they will tell you. I say, you know what? This is not going to happen anymore. Diane Sawyer reporting My Reality, A Hidden America. Friday night, April 20th at 10, 9 central on ABC. Diane Sawyer, welcome to No Limits. Thank you very much. This is fantastic. I wish we could give everybody a tour. 
it would uh, well, take about eight seconds <laughs> of a wonderful little booth. I we'll love it. We'll post a picture on Instagram yeah. so people can see it all in action. I I have to say, I've been thinking about this conversation for a while now, and just to have you here, it is truly an honor and a privilege, and it's an honor and a privilege to work with you, and you are such a wonderful mentor to so many people at ABC. Thank you. Jean. And I really appreciate it. Thank so you. thank you. Well, you are so good. Back at you. Well, I want to talk today about your program tonight, which will air on 2020, My Reality, A Hidden America. It airs at 10 o'clock Eastern here on ABC. And I want to talk to you about this story because this is something you have now spent months working on. Six months. Six months. What Six was- months all across America. And going to small towns, going to big ones, going into construction sites, going into hotel workers, going to restaurants and talking to all the people who haven't had a voice, haven't had a chance to say what their reality is. Which as soon as I heard that you were pursuing this project, that's exactly what I thought. There were so many voices that haven't been heard. And you've done a tremendous job covering the Me Too movement. You interviewed Ashley Judd about her Harvey Weinstein experience. But I know this was important to you to look at this world. What was the tipping point? I think even from the beginning, all of us were saying, this is so important. It is volcanic. It is tectonic. But if we don't make it matter in the lives of everybody across the country, if we don't come up with practical solutions, will it all evaporate? And will this moment have, of bravery have been wasted? And especially for the women out in the country, it's, it's not as if their bosses are going to be under public pressure the way some of the, the moguls in Hollywood were or some of the people in even in television have been. So what what will work for them? What will make them feel they can walk into their workplace and there is an environment of equality and dignity and respect? And we've all got to do that together. And who's going to be watching them and who's going to be enforcing that? That's right. And also I've felt uh, for some time now that that we've got to have across the country, it's certainly true, we have got to hear from men across the country mm-hmm. talking about solutions and the role that they want to play in it. And we have some of them coming forward tonight who are stepping out and saying, this is our fight too. And the America I want to live in means I'm, I, I'm saying time's up. And it's not just you. Yeah. We've seen some of the promotions for what's coming up tonight. You're inside of a truck with a woman who's carrying mace and a knife. Yes. Well, first of all, there are 63,000 job openings in truck driving. It is what keeps America running, as we know. And about 6% of the truckers are women right now. And we've all been in truck stops. We've all seen what it's like to be out on the road and sometimes how vulnerable you can feel driving into one of these massive truck stops at night. So one of the questions we had is, what is the reality? And if there are 63,000 job openings and good pay, the kind of pay that can really, as a number of the women we talked to said, take you from working at McDonald's toward a middle-class dream of a house and the life that you imagine for yourself. So how do we ensure that women don't feel fear, that the reality of their lives isn't one that 
is in danger? How do we all work together? And, you know, we started out looking for data, for statistics, for studies, because we kept hearing anecdotal information. And there really, there isn't any. And I keep saying to myself, where is the U.S. government, for one thing? Mm-hmm. Isn't that part of the role of the government to be keeping track of what the statistics are? And making sure that everybody is working together to create a truly safe workplace for these women who are great drivers and fully up to this job, which is not for the fainthearted, <laughs> but but they are awesome. One of the things about those statistics is how many people are in the shadows. So even yes. if there are statistics that right. suggest the level of sexual harassment, for example, in the workplace, oftentimes those are understated mm-hmm. because there's yes. always this pressure and fear of coming forward in retaliation. There's even the the actual issue of retaliation that if you come forward, then you lose your job. I thought the woman you I don't think you saw her face in the trailer, but she said something like, you know, Hollywood, me Too, Harvey Weinstein. Do you honestly think that matters? You know, like, what's it done for me? Right. And I think that's really important mm-hmm. for people to hear. No, I agree. I agree. That's why we set out doing this. Um, this one woman framed it so well. She's in the service industry. She's a waitress, as we call them in my day, back when I was a waitress. And she was saying that one of the things I th- hope everybody realizes that it's one thing to talk about a lawsuit, and she's grateful for the legal defense fund set up by some of the actors in Hollywood and studios in Hollywood. But she said, for me, to just take the time to fill the paperwork, to take the time to think about a lawsuit, she said, I, I'm i working shift to shift. Mm-hmm. I need every penny I get in tips mm-hmm. to take care of my children, to pay my rent. I can't do it. I can't do it. What can help me? And you do come up with some of these very yes. implementable solutions. Was there any one of those that really surprised you? Well, I think the panic button for hotel workers, for housekeepers, is such a, well, yes. And I know that it's met with some resistance in parts of the industry. What is the resistance to it? Well, it's very hard to figure out exactly what it is. But we know certainly the unions will tell you that they have to work hard to get it passed in the cities they've been able to get it passed in. So as of as of tonight, maybe 1% of hotel mm. workers have them. But when you think you have those alerts that you can give your aging parents if they're living alone, we have seen the possibility because having it in your pocket for some of these hotel workers, some of these housekeepers who don't know what's behind the door when they open the door to clean the room makes all the difference in how they feel valued. And it's it gives them a chance to say, this this puts me makes me feel at risk. And if my worker values me enough to let me signal it, then automatically you've changed my life. And the way it works is sometimes it can signal other housekeepers and you can have someone come and come into the room with you. It can, in big hotels, they have somebody posted as security and they can come up as well. So it's a kind of simple, obvious answer for women who tell us staggering stories of what happens when they open that door. I think that a lot of guests 
who are the paying customers would like to know that the people who are helping are also being taken care of themselves. That's right. And I mean, one of the hotel workers, a wonderful, dignified woman said, sometimes I think that guests take us as just part of the amenity. They, that we are the most invisible workers imaginable. Mm. We're trying, of course, not to disturb you and to be low key, but we're completely invisible and therefore assumptions are made. And part of what we're doing in tonight and that I that moves me a lot is just looking into somebody else's work day as well. Mm-hmm. And when you have this extra crushing doubt, burden, vulnerability on top of it, these are people, mostly women, saying, you know, I just I just want to earn a living. I just want the world to say you have a right to earn a living without having to worry. Can you take us inside how you pulled this off, how you got to know so many different women and men in all of these different industries? Well, Rebecca, will you look at the circles <laughs> under my eyes? What do they tell you? You are always working hard, though. That's the thing. <laughs> this is no different. You know, I have this incredible team. And the Hidden America team has climbed a lot of mountains. And it's not me, really, truly. It's them and the hours spent on the road. And these are, you know, we would think after seven months ago when we all started talking about this, that it would be a rush of people coming forward to go on camera. Mm. No. Yeah. The amount of fear simply of speaking to us, even unidentified, tells you a lot about the severity of the issue and the retaliation and the fear they'll lose their jobs. So it was part of the hardest part in a way was to find a way to tell people's stories and keep them protected, which was our number one effort, of course. What do you hope people take away from tonight? First of all, you just hope we see each other's work in a new way. I think we honor each other's work in a new way. And I was I'm just going to say, in some cases, we'll probably tip differently if we do. Um, but in addition to that, it's all of our it's all of our challenge together. And I, I watched a Dave Chappelle broadcast once, and he said, I don't know if it's original to him, but he said that fear doesn't produce lasting change. Lasting change comes when we all decide, flawed people, for sure, all of us, we all decide we're going to do this together. We will form arm in arm a kind of force that has to be reckoned with to make sure this is this is not what happens when the sun rises tomorrow. Well said. Diane Sawyer, thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's great to be here. And again, it is called My Reality, A Hidden America. It airs on a special edition of 2020 tonight, Friday, April 20th at 10 p.m. Eastern here on ABC. I told Diane at the end of that interview, we have to have her back for a bigger conversation about her life's work and career. I'm pretty sure you guys would like that, too. Thank you for listening to our bonus episode. As always, we've got that new episode coming out next Tuesday with Nikki Leandakis. She is the CEO of Equinox and has a pretty interesting backstory starting out in her family's diner in Massachusetts. Don't forget to watch tonight My Reality, Hidden America. It's here on ABC at 
10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. 